Hi everyone, Beth here. If you are struggling to find your homeschool vibe and are looking for ways to get your kids to get their schoolwork done, or ways for you to keep your sanity as a homeschool parent, or how to handle your many responsibilities while still feeling relaxed and loving homeschooling, then my book, Find Your Homeschool Vibe, might be just what you're looking for. In my book, I share how to shift your mindset to help you as the parent stay focused on the point of all of this, which is the love of learning. I also share some tried and true homeschool mom life hacks for every day. You can find the book in the show notes or by searching for Find Your Homeschool Vibe on Amazon. Back to the show. Hi, everyone. Before the episode begins, we just want to remind you to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Look for Peaceful Homeschool Podcast. Remember, please, please, please rate and review on iTunes and Spotify, which helps the podcast get noticed by more people, which helps more homeschool families. Don't forget to check the show notes for other ways to support the podcast. Let's get the show started. Hello, hello. You're listening to Peaceful Homeschool Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Beth. Hi, Beth. How's it going today? Good. How are you, Emma? (laughs) I'm pretty good. Um, we have had a lot of busy stuff going on with all these interviews we've had. It's been super cool. We've had a lot of awesome interviews. We've had people from different walks of life and talking to us about different religions and different ways that they homeschool their kids and different philosophies and all sorts of cool stuff. And I love that we can have like great interviews with people from all these different areas and all these different places, even around the world. And we can still be like, Hey, let's come together and talk about stuff. And we don't all have to agree on everything and that's okay. Yeah. It's like Sesame street is what it reminds me of. (laughs) Who would you, (laughs) who would I be? (laughs) I don't know. I'm going to be a grown up. No, I'm just kidding. You're you're not a grown up on Sesame street. I'm Grover. (laughs) Okay. You might be Grover. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's Near? Far. Okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay. No, it's all good. <laughs> um, okay, so today we are talking about um, music in our homeschooling. That's like such a huge, giant topic, but I feel like it's something really cool to incorporate into learning because music does so many cool things in your brain that don't happen if you don't have music in your life. Like, hello. Um, I'm a crazy music listener. Like I listen to music all day long, every day. Like when you're listening to podcasts, I'm listening to music all day long, every day. That's always like podcasts. I don't listen to podcasts. I listen to music. (laughs) I have since we started this, started listening to more podcast episodes, but still music all day long, like all the time or singing all day long, which is not my kids' favorite thing. (laughs) excellent singer so always like oh my gosh why did you they'll say to each other why did you say that you made her start singing again I'm like haha sorry kids um that's funny yeah but I mean I don't know about you when my kids were little and even now when we have little friends over or whatever or babysitting nieces and nephews or whatever um I feel like music is like magical it like heals people it soothes people like I always am like, if babies are upset, you can always help them feel better, like with water or with music or outside. Like that solves almost every program pro- problem that they have. 
But even as adults, like when I am having any sort of feeling, like music makes it makes it all better. If it if I'm upset, if I'm happy, if I'm joyful, if I'm sad, whatever. Um, but I found that to be like a really important part of our homeschooling too, because I like to incorporate it into a lot of different things, like music and sound. They, you, they can be used to enhance your learning so much. You know, when we were li- learning about um, Little House on the Prairie and I put on pause fiddle music, like it brings to life something in you. It For me, it like I can, you know, create pictures in my mind from it. I can, it can take me to a different space where I can incorporate all of these different things. Anyway, so incorporating, you know, pause fiddle music in or incorporating where studying biomes this week and uh, my family has the forest biome so we're my kids are right now making some forest diorama and we've learned about leaves and all these different things but we're gonna play like the sounds of the forest or whatever like it makes everything come alive like for me I'm like it's super important so what about you are you a music person yeah we've always been a big music family music house I mean, I'm not musically gifted, but I've always played a ton of music in our home and um, it's been a big part of my kids growing up and um, like, yeah, their whole life. My kids play music um, instruments and will have taught themselves a lot of stuff. They've taken lessons, but they've also learned how to teach themselves a lot of things. It's really fun. And my daughter sings now and it's really amazing. amazing. Um, But yeah, she is. (laughs) So it's really cool. And, um, and, uh, yeah, but even when they were little, just chore time, we played, um, they had a certain, we had a playlist mm-hmm. for chores. <laughs> and so they really liked the tangled one, yeah. the tangled music for, um, the, the, cause the girls yes. homeschooled, right? So, and she does her morning chores and there's a morning chore song. And so that was like number I do one love that song. song, but we, we've always, <laughs> so and that would be my daughter's little rush through her morning little checklist in the morning. It makes really everything cute. better and happier. Like you're just like singing and having yeah. fun. And yeah, I totally like, I like to how it like pulls up memories of feelings and mm-hmm. emotions and just, you know, good times or sad times or whatever. Like I can specifically remember like, you having a playlist for like beach summer and it was like beach house summer. We all, there's like certain songs that when I hear them now, I'm like, this is from beach house summer with like homemade, yummy, delicious, gluten-free donuts and like all these good things. Like it like, you know, evokes memories for sure. I'm in love with love. That's how I play still now. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. That song. Um, but like it really like it lifts your spirit it and it affects us so much in so many different ways. So my thought in thinking about doing something talking about music and incorporating music into your homeschooling was that you know not only would we have it in our house or in our lives but that also so much can be learned like if you have kids that are super into music but maybe they're not that into history and you can learn about history through the the different genres of music you can learn about the different you know countries and the different music that they have there you know music that has originated there you can learn about different artists you can do so many things with music to make it come to life to help your kids learn to stimulate those parts of the brains that you know parts of their brain that isn't stimulated without it like 
it's so super cool. Um, yeah, um, like my kids too, like the, for dealing with emotional um, issues too. And my son and daughter both have severe food allergies. And there's a, a man that has food allergies that grew up with them also. And he was the only person that had them in his now everybody's got him, but when he was a little boy, he was like the only person that he knew that had severe food allergies. And he wrote, he has like two albums and they're called food allergies rock, which, you know, I mean, food allergies, I don't know. They're not that great, but he does it in a way that makes the kids feel like connected and like, um, and about see, not being embarrassed about having your, your, you know, your a medical bracelet and your bracelet's cool. And like these little kids are running around seeing even their friends that weren't, and allergic were singing yeah. about their carrying their EpiPens oh, or <laughs> So, um, but those things do like music can help in so many ways. I just wanted to interject that if you, if you do have a food allergic child, the it's Kyle Dine, D-I-N-E. I'd look him up and support him because um, it's really neat. And the kid, my kids loved his music. We went to one of his shows yeah, too. Awesome. It's really cool. <laughs> okay, no, sorry. Had to I love that. I remember <laughs> you sharing that with us a long time ago. Like, Hey, look this guy up. Um, I think too, though, that it brings people together in certain ways too. And, you know, my kids, uh, like you, I am not very musically inclined. My husband is gratefully and my three kids all are, which is awesome. But, oh my gosh, like the ways that they've been able to connect with people through music is super cool too. Um, so that, I mean, that they have taken lessons of some sort, either guitar or ukulele or whatever. My son is actually a music major. And so he's taken tons of music theory and guitar and piano. Um, but they've all, and they've all three taken some voice lessons, but like doing musical theater together. The times that my kids have had doing musical theater with huge groups of kids is like so awesome. There's something about like, being in a production, you know, where you're all learning the same thing and you're all practicing dance and music and, you know, your lines or whatever, it brings you together. And when I think of like being in a production in high school or, or even in um, middle school, how super cool that was and how, you know, you learn such amazing things and you build these friendships that you maybe wouldn't have had out, you know, outside of having done that. But it's really cool. It really, I think, enhances their learning. And especially when kids don't learn in a typical way, for them to learn, you know, through song and dance and music, it's it's really awesome. It really helps them to retain the information and, you know, again, to just make friendships and, and just learn things that they may not have otherwise. So your daughter has done, oh, both your kids have done musical theater before. Is that something that you think is like good and helpful for kids to kind of break out of their comfort zones? Yeah, I think it's great. If I do have the thing, if you need to find a good theater company to make sure it's a positive experience because mm -hmm. there's good and bad, <laughs> but yes, they've definitely, I think it's been very good for them. And for many reasons, um, they've learned so many different things by being involved in theater and music. Um, uh, yeah, definitely a good yeah. experience. Um, for, uh, yeah, I think so, too, that, you know, when kids are up on stage, number one, it can be kind of scary. Number two, um, you're learning a skill that you will take with you for the rest of your life because, you know, it's obviously like public speaking. You're getting up in front of people. You're putting yourself out there. 
that is a skill that you take with you forever. Being able to speak in front of people or, you know, do whatever, some sort of speaking, whether that's you did, you know, spoke in church or whatever it is, like you might end up, you know, growing up and being the president of a company and you have to get up and speak. You might have to speak to, you know, the other people working on your team, whatever it is, like it's super helpful. So I think that the skills that are involved, obviously things like memorization, um, you know, when you're talking about like learning piano or guitar or whatever, even learning you're learning fine motor skills. You know, there's so many things that go along with it that you maybe, you know, people maybe don't put the value in, but it's there. Like it really is super important to help kids learn in so many different ways. And it's not just like, you know, oh, you have to go and practice piano for three hours a day or whatever. It's really helping them to find what works for them, helping them to excel at those things, and then think about all the other skills they're learning along with it. Okay, so I like even as like young kids, even though, again, I'm not musically inclined, I've always incorporated that into my kids' learning. So we have done, you know, make drums out of oatmeal containers or whatever that we were able to join in on a class that our one friend had, which was um, with a Native American man who was who taught them how to um, make elderberry flutes out of elderberry branches and then how to play the elderberry flutes, like learning the Native American stories that went along with it. There were like so many cool things, but like being able to make musical instruments out of anything. And it's funny when you, you know, encounter people who are super musical and they're always making music out of something, you know, they're just tapping the things they're, you know, going on. They're always nodding, bobbing their head or whatever. They're always doing stuff. They're always incorporating music into everything they do. Um, I do that, but I don't have anything musically happening. I'm just constantly. <laughs> <is true. laughs> well, and I'm always singing. I look I'm a always crazy. singing, but there's nothing great musically happening there either. <laughs> There's um, some fun music that we had when my kids were younger. I think it was the oh, Mighty uh-huh. Giants had like the math. Was it a math CD? It's I think they had a space, uh, yeah. space one, yep. an astronomy one. But I think they had math facts also, if I remember right, um, which were really fun. They're kind of, you know, they're pretty funny yeah. to listen to. And I think, too, when kids when kids learn things through music, it, they really, because it does activate a different part of your brain, they really can retain them in a way that maybe they weren't before. And so like we always did, even, you know, we have a really long last name. And so to teach our last name, I always put it to a sing song, you know, voice. And then they, then they were able to learn it. Our address, I sang our address until they learned our address. You know, everything that, that I wanted them to learn, I was like, oh, we're going to sing along. And then of course they knew it. And even just this week we were studying, um, for the camp that we had yesterday, um, the spy camp, we were studying uh, the Constitution, the Constitutional Convention. And so I was like, what? You guys don't know the preamble yet? And so we sang to the Schoolhouse Rock preamble song. And my kids like, oh my gosh, this song is like terrible. I was like, oh, I know you don't have to love it. You don't have to love the video because it's super old school style. But you're going to sing it and you're going to learn it because that's what's going to help you remember it. And so of course, at first they were like, oh, I can't remember what is what does it say after that? Whatever. Pretty soon they're doing the tune and then they could say the whole thing. I was like, see, it's so easy. Like music's magic. 
Yeah. I actually taught my, both my kids learned the days of the week from me singing them the happy day song. (laughs) They've never seen happy days, but me singing that song. Yeah. So yeah. It is awesome. And I feel like you can incorporate into so many things besides just an actual study of music, which you can do too, and which is awesome. And obviously there's lots of different curriculum that you can use for things like that. But I just am a huge advocate of incorporating music into everything we do. Um, It's really cool too, like at musical, you know, through musical theater and some dance classes, my kids were able to um, just learn different kinds of dances that is something I wish I would have learned when I was young. Like I would have loved to have cool dance classes or whatever. And when we're talking about these kind of things, they do not have to be super expensive. You can find super reasonable things through parks and recs or homeschool classes. You can trade off with other people and be like, Hey, Oh, you know how to teach dance or ballet or guitar or whatever. Can I do that? You know, I know how to teach this. Can we swap? You know, I'll teach this half an hour for your kids a week or whatever. Let's take a quick break. A family of blue people from the bright yellow planet take a fantabulous summer vacation trip all over the universe. Young Haon gets kidnapped by giant rats, and the whole family almost gets danced to death in outer space, but they still manage to go to intergalactic beaches, county fairs, nightclubs, motels, and they go shopping. On the podcast, I'll read from my middle grade novel version, and I'll play songs from the album. So come here, Space Vacation, the musical, and remember, the universe is like a song. Oh, I was just going to say, I feel like we should have added this part to the mentoring thing is that um, we older kids, um, older kids are great mentors. We had one actually teach yes. ballet um, that and she charged yes. a small fee that was very reasonable um, for us. And she was a very talented ballerina that yes. taught the little kids um, ballet. And it was really cool. So that's another yeah, for thing, sure. But, um, but yeah, there's a, a find older kids who are willing to teach for uh, cookies or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you never know. I mean, my kids are like, yeah, yeah no, it's that. true. And I, I can't so. remember how much that young lady charged us, but she was like 13 or something when she started, I think when teaching our kids, maybe no, she had to be about that age, but she taught all of our kids and she was so awesome. And she charged something very small. It was like three. I want to say, wasn't it? Yeah, like $5 I was going to say $3, but yes, it was in that very small like very minimal yeah. price. And, and she, just because she was young doesn't mean she wasn't talented and knew what she was doing. She actually is like, a, a, I don't, I don't I know what she's, she's doing now, but New she's York probably ballerina. famous. Amazing. Right. Like she is, she, yeah. So she was amazing. Like, and, um, and was very good with the kids. Like she, she knew yeah. what she was doing, even though she was yeah, so young. For sure. so. so I agree. And yeah. there's a, for sure. Like, I know we didn't talk about this in mentoring, but, the older kids, they've learned stuff like they legit and hopefully they've had time to work on their passions and to really know what they're good at, but they can teach amazing things. And a lot of times they don't charge as much as, you know, if you wanted to go to a professional music studio. Um, It's so cool. At our church, our youth leader, he teaches, um, I think, drums and piano and guitar 
and whatever to youth members. And it's so cool. So my son goes and does that also and helps with the lessons. But it's amazing because you don't have to pay a million dollars. So when we're thinking of when you're, you know, if if you're a listener out there who's like, oh, we're already on only one income and we're already spending money on a co-op or I don't know, whatever. How am I going to incorporate, you know, having all these cool things that I want my kids to take? It does not have to be a lot of money. And also like dance. Um, we love to go to contra dances, which is kind of like square dancing. It has a collar and they're telling you what to do the whole time. Um, it is such a fun way to learn. And my kids love to go. It's super fun. We have other friends that love to go. It's super duper fun, but it doesn't cost anything or it costs like $5 or no, $10 for the whole family. And you could have as many people, you know, however many people are in your family, or you just bring a snack or whatever it is. But I think looking throughout the community and finding those opportunities for your kids to learn all of these different things, I really wish I had had more opportunity and was maybe pushed a little bit more into learning those things when I was young, because then I got to be a certain age where I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm really not that great at these things. I have to work a lot harder to try to be good at these things and to enjoy them and not just feel stressed by them. So it's cool when our kids can try out all these things when they're younger and really see like, oh, what do I really like? And even if one of those things isn't their passion, it's okay because they've had experience. They can go into a setting and be like, oh yeah, I could totally sing with these people or I could, you know, join in these dances or I could, you know, pick up a guitar and play it or whatever it is. You know, I don't mind hopping on stage for this class and, you know, giving a little speech or whatever it is. Like, it's really cool because our kids learn a lot through this. Um, I was going to say too, like you can look up in your community so many things. Churches host a lot of different things. You don't necessarily have to be a member of a particular church to go to a lot of the different dances and things that are hosted. Um, but even once you're, if your kids feel comfortable dancing, singing, you know, whatever, like them, I think it makes it easier for them to go to proms and dances and whatever, when they know they're going to dance and have a good time and have fun and they don't feel awkward or, you know, weird, especially if they are going to something that's not specifically for the homeschool community, because they don't want to go in like as a homeschooler and be like, uh, I already feel like I'm the only person homeschooled here and they're at this public school setting or whatever. They're like, oh, I know how to do all this stuff already. I'm cool like you. No. I was going to say the other, there are other options too. Like if I'm like, my kids have learned a lot online, just looking videos Mm -hmm. up on YouTube um, for different learning, different things on their guitars and ukulele and different methods on their piano. Um, They will like, if they're, they look up songs, they find songs um, that they want. They find ways to print out the music Mm -hmm. for free. Like the, um, like what are those chords called when it's just like the, it's not the notes. It's not the regular music sheets, but it's chords? just the thing. I don't remember what they're called. Chords. Is that what yeah. it is? Just the chords? It's like a, a sheet of just for the, they can play the music without yeah. having the whole thing. Anyway. Um, and, uh, but they do that and then they watch, they learn methods from people that are demonstrating it online and teaching them. And so then they can practice it over and over. And it's so fun because if it's a song they love, they'll just practice yeah. it for hours. <laughs> so, oh, and that's another thing that I was thinking of earlier. Sorry. One thing that we noticed is my son had, at first he had a piano teacher when he was like five or six and she was very rigid and um, followed the book 
like strictly that she was using her curriculum. But later we found a music teacher that um, let the kids kind of guide them which music they were going to pick. And then he would customize the lesson to their favorite music. And it made this, it made a massive difference in their, um, their commitment to practicing and their love of it and all that. So if your kids, if you want your kids to be in music, make sure that it's a way that they're learning it in a way that interests them. Yeah, for sure. We had a very similar experience. My kids, all three tried a music instructor for the first time. And same thing. She was like, here's the book, play these songs on the guitar and ukuleles. And then she was like, not understanding why my kids were playing them and they didn't really sound the way she thought they should. And they're like, well, we've never heard the songs you're having us play. So we don't know what they should sound like. And so I would try looking them up at home, like, okay, it sounds like this. Hopefully I'm looking at the right version that she's talking about. Cause I don't know the music. And it was very hard for them to learn. They were not voted motivated. They did not enjoy it. So then we ended up trying a second instructor and oh my goodness, it was a game changer. He was like, Hey, you know, to my youngest, what, what do you like to listen to? And she's like, I really like frozen. He's like, cool. We're going to learn how to play, you know, whatever's that main song from frozen. Um, And so then he printed off the stuff for her and then he was like, okay, that's what we're going to learn. And now, you know, to my son, he's like, Hey, what kind of music do you listen to? And he's like, Hey, I really like this. And he's like, cool. We're going to learn that. And then he's, Oh, you want to learn the star Wars intro? We're going to learn that too. You know, whatever, like all these things, like for each of the three of them, he was able to totally design their learning geared toward each of them. And it was amazing. And they loved it. And they wanted to practice it because they wanted to learn those things. They wanted to know how to play them. And it made a huge difference in them pursuing music or not. For sure. Anyway, um, I don't I feel like we mostly covered this. I don't know if we have anything else that we need to talk about as far as music. I would just say be sure that you're incorporating it. If you're doing unit studies, find music from the country you're learning about. You know, if you're if you're studying a particular, you know. I don't know, particular bird or something, at least find the sounds that the birds make, you know, whatever it is, like find the, the things that are going to activate all of these different parts of your kids' brains and just help them to learn and just incorporate it into everything you do, because it really is really great skills for our kids to learn, especially as they're young, to help them find their passions, you know, whatever it may be. And it doesn't have to be super pricey. Well, you know, my, um, Oh, that's what I was going to say. The other opportunity is sometimes at church, depending on your church, our um, church here, they are actually our church back home too. um, They, you know, have a youth worship band. And so my son was able to, to play a couple of times there before we moved. But then here they're like, Hey, would you like to, you know, come and come and play in the band, come and sing in the band, whatever. And the skills that the kids have to learn, not just to play or play an instrument or to sing, but then to be able to do it in a group of other people and with tech going on and, you know, recording and all of this other stuff. It's like they're learning so many cool skills that who knows how they will learn, you know, use those in the future. So it's super cool. I love it. Okay. um, I think that's about it for this week. Thanks for listening. We appreciate y'all. Thank you so much.
Thank you so much for listening today. If you find value in our podcast and would like to support the show and help cover our monthly costs, we have several ways to do that. You can become a $3 a month supporter, shop our merchandise store or our show sponsors, and rate and review on iTunes and Spotify. Thank you for your continued support of our show and for sharing it. Yes, thank you.